For great ideas and practical tools you can start using tomorrow to grow your business and separate you from the competition, you've come to the right place. If you're into B2B marketing and sales, then welcome to the one and only B2B marketing and sales podcast with over 60 and counting total years in the trenches of businesses, small and large. They have a plethora of knowledge and experience that generate you more leads, capture more clients, ring up more sales. Well, doggone it. Just make you more money. How about that? Always thought-provoking, yet dubiously entertaining. Please welcome to their respective microphones across three time zones, your co-ringmasters, the Dave Loomis, and not the rock star, Steve Miller. These are always fun. Exactly. And we have already started. These are always we have. fun. This is always fun. everybody. This, this is David Mayo Loomis's partner talking right now (laughs) i am i am i am steve allen miller not steven steve allen miller and yes i was named after steve allen ask me that story later on but anyway uh um and welcome to the b2b marketing and sales podcast i'm getting so good at this that's it also known as the place for fun Place for fun, yeah. It only took me about almost about fifty episodes to uh, to start to get it right, uh, and and of course, like I just said, I am David Mayo Loomis. Is his partner is partner in crime, and he is he is here with me today, Mister Voice, Mister Voice the Moose, Dave Loomis, Moose. There you go, Mister Voice, right there. And welcome, welcome, welcome everybody. Join it for thank you for joining joining us uh, as always. And uh, uh, before I go on, you know what? You know if you're listening to this, do us a favor. You know, uh, share share this with your friends. Tell people about us that these these subscribe. Two old guys, yeah, subscribe. Uh, you know all that stuff. Uh, and um, uh, Mr. Loomis has a great topic for us today, and the and. Uh, and I, I think, okay, this is going to be incredible because now I get to really hear, I get to really hear what goes on between the ears of of Mister Voices. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because after, um, yeah. Anyway, because, after too because many Dave Matthews concerts. Dave close Matthews up, concerts. I, yeah. I, what what you hear between my ears is a ringing. I'm not exactly sure what note it is. You know, uh, some people that have ringing in their ears. Dave Matthews, who is from Seattle, Washington, by the way. Yes. And, um, um, so, yep. and there's a story about that. The reason why I say that, but I'm, I'm not going to get into it right now because it'll take too long. So, um, well, let's talk about it later. Yeah, I've yeah, met, it had to do. It has to do with the hotel. Great we guy. Stayed, it has to do with the hotel we stayed at the other night during for the election yeah. night party. So, okay. Uh, um, okay. Yeah. So, what we're going to talk about today okay. is. We're going to talk about the four stages of the buyer's journey, but primarily what we're going to talk about is not just what what they are, but how how have they changed or have they changed over the years, right? Yep. And so so number one, let's start with just just like let's lay it out. You know, historically historically, what are the four stages of, and we're, and we're talking about B2B. Yeah. We're talking about B2B. Okay. B2B. Here we go. That's what we talk about is B2B. What are those so four stages y- there? Y'all, y'all, 
yeah. uh, from the North and South yeah. are going to have your own words for these four stages. Yes. Because I've seen it. If you Google it, you're going to see a lot of similar words and you're going to say, see lots of, of other words and they all mean basically the same thing. What they mean is that in some point in time, a future customer of yours has no idea you exist. And at another point in time, they're your customer. <laughs> and these stages are the four things that come logically yeah. have to happen. How, for the, how does that for happen? That to occur. How does well, that happen? They become aware of you, yeah. first of all. So yeah, let's just call it awareness. So let's start, start. Okay. Stage number one is. Stage one, number one is awareness. Awareness. I'm going to go. Uh, let's not. Let, I'm going to tell you the stages first before we talk yeah. about each one. Yeah, that's what okay. I'm saying. Is, is okay. It, I'm going to. So stage number I'm, one is. is I'm going to say that stage number two is consideration, consideration. which is some sort of uh, assessment that that they're they're making or they're thinking about it. They're thinking about it. Okay. Okay. And, I'm taking notes, uh, by the way. I'm taking I'm notes gonna, for myself. I am going to this is debatable, but I'm going to say that the third stage is a proposal stage of some sort. Proposal. Um, because okay. you're into more serious talks. It's beyond just consideration. Okay. And then purchase is the last stage when you basically, uh, you can argue to other stages that are after that, like customer engagement and all that sort of thing. But th those are basically the four stages. And I want to make one other point before we talk about all these. Um, and it kind of um, it kind of it kind of ties to how things have changed. But um, you all might be using um, a CRM system. Mm -hmm. I I'd be very surprised if you're not. Mm -hmm. no matter what size company you are. And in that CRM system, they try to mimic those stages. And, yes. But, but they, they usually call them something different. Mm -hmm. um, and what I'm going to say is that the four we just went through, awareness, consideration, proposal, purchase, uh, uh, those uh, align with the following CRM stages, whether it's Salesforce, HubSpot, whatever it is, you have a target that you put in there, and it's someone that uh, someone usually it's a you have to have a person and a company their company in your CRM system, so mm -hmm. it is mm -hmm. a person who you don't have a relationship with right now, but you'd like to. The, if you get them on the hook in some way, they become a lead. When you do some sort of a proposal to them or you are in that stage or phase, they become an opportunity. And when you sell them, they become a customer. Okay. So you're moving through these stages in the, in the CRM system. You're moving through these stages in the buyer journey in B2B. Mm -hmm. And... Um, you know, I'll just I'll, I'll I'll sort of lob the ball over to you, Steve, with this, which I believe that um, what we're seeing the, the the really big change over the last you know I don't know decade or two is that when when custom when potential customers 
come to us, actually make contact with an actual salesperson uh, either at the consideration proposal phase, they're so much further along in their decision-making than they ever were before. And they know so much more about whatever your product or service is than they ever did before, which changes the uh, how a salesperson, the, the value of a salesperson or what they need to do or what they what they can or should do. So I, I've just sort of uh, let you respond to that. Yeah. Um, you know, and I hate to, I hate to throw a statistic out without um, the proof of where the statistic comes from. Gotcha. Um, I'll find it while you're talking because okay. I know exactly what you're well, going to say. Well, I know, I know, because I know, I, I exactly I've seen different what, statistics. Exactly what you're talking about. And, and I've seen this espoused in many, many places that the old days of uh, the, who controlled the information? That's what that is what has changed the buyer's journey. We all get that. We all know that. We understand that. That what whatever, 20 years ago or something like that. You know, the company, the B2B company who is going to ultimately be supplying something, typically controlled the information. They had all the information. So when a a and 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 my definition of the of the different people is is that um, like, like if it, you know, I always ask my clients. First question is, who, who's who is your moose? Now, in in my parlance, 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 or whatever it is, parlance, um, mm-hmm. moose is your target market. Okay. Uh, um, if you want to know more about why I call it moose, go get my book on copyable, and you can you can read about it there. Okay. But basically, we're hunting moose in the forest. Okay. So we're picking we're picking the moose. All right. And uh, and if we if we understand who the moose is, who the moose are. The meese, mice, moose, where they are, then okay, then we go to that forest and we and and all of the moose in that forest are what I would call suspects. Okay. Mm-hmm. We suspect, yeah. we suspect that that there are customers among those 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 suspects. We suspect that. But what we the, but what needs to happen next, and, and this is I'm t- I'm kind of going referring to it from the old perspective. Okay, and the old perspective was that 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 there were suspects out there who fit our profile, and then they might come up, they might have an issue, they might have a need, they have a they have a project, they have a problem, they need they need a solution for something. Okay, so then then they need to go out, and what they need to do is they need to find potential, uh um solutions to that and and all the and and really uh you know it might be like you know it might have been as basic as just they would just go to a trade show and they would walk up and down the trade show aisles looking for potential suppliers all right so these suspects are walking up and down the aisles now if they stopped in your booth and they say hey i i have this problem i have this issue they are now they are now a prospect and um so they go from suspect to prospect. Now, when you when you now connect with them, if they then say, "Yeah, it sounds like you might have the solution to what I'm looking for," they now become a lead. So we go from suspect to prospect to lead, and then ultimately to customer. Now, 
what has happened over over these years with uh, technology and the internet and everything like that is that the information that we used to have as the providers that they were searching for, okay, when they would go, like I say, they they might walk, if we just use a trade show as the example, they walk around the trade show, they find, they seek somebody who might have the answer to for them, okay, but they don't know that yet. They have to stop in there and they have to ask questions of that, that exhibitor to determine right. whether they may have the answers. Exactly. Because, because the, the, the exhibitor had the information. Right. So now what has happened, and we all know this has happened, is that now because of the internet, the buyers now, and, and this is the number that I, I keep reading uh, that is bandied about, I can't prove it right now, and I hate to share a statistic that I can't prove, but I'm just going to say this is something we all read, right? And that that now the the buyer, the potential buyer now researches, they come up with, they have a need, they have a problem, they have a, they, 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 they have something that they need to, to uh, something they need a solution for, okay? And they immediately go on, they start Googling, and they start doing their own search, and and they start the journey of what you said, like you said, it was awareness, consideration, proposal, uh, purchase, okay? They start the journey of awareness and, and, and 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 getting to consideration and and they they are walking the aisles of the trade show but they're doing it online what percent of their decision do you think what percent of, uh, uh, how far along in the decision process do the you number think they i are? keep seeing yeah the number i keep seeing uh is 70 they are 70 percent of the way down the decision making journey yeah i've seen the same statistic i've seen 60 I've seen 70, I've seen even 80. Yeah. So, so it doesn't matter. Let's just but we pick know it's 70, a lot. it's in the we know, middle. We know we that know, they are much farther down the line. We know so it's by a lot. The time, yeah. They don't even want to talk to a salesperson until they get to that point where they now have, uh, they have now come up with their own short list of potential suppliers. And at that point, they then contact you. And at that point, and, and that point only is when they say, I'll talk to a salesperson. Right. And it's pretty interesting because they've probably formed their own theories too about the differences and what's important to them yep. and which which of those three that are on their short list are, are you know, what their strengths and weaknesses are and just basically, you know, based on their own research. So sure. part of our job, you know, in a way, becomes undoing false, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, impressions, possibly. Um, well, you, you never know. Yeah, but I would say, I, I would say, you know, that certainly speaks to the, um, all right, where are they finding their information? Well, obviously, if they're searching, they're searching on Google, and they might see your website, okay? So does your website make them want to keep you on the list? Does it even put you on the list? It's a great it's a great question and it's a great lit litmus test to like look at your website and have others that are even in your target market look at your website and tell you that right and give you feedback on that so so when so, we oh, go ahead and finish your right thought. well i was just going to say that everybody knows that um in the if you're buying a car which is a b2c thing now obviously mm -hmm. that that's the that's the the real example 
the, of the maximum uh, of, of this phenomenon now, because the number isn't 70%. It's yeah, they're 95%. 90, 95%. Yeah. And, um, and they often know more about a car and the stats and the engine or whatever it is, or safety that then, then the salesperson. Now. Sure. Yeah. They, they have, uh, they have the information, they control the information and, and, and I should say they control the information that they want. See, that's the important yeah. thing to remember. Yeah, this is from their perspective now. Right. Right. It's not from our so, perspective. We don't own the information. If, if the, right. And so you can, you know, whatever your product or service is, if it's in B2B, you may look at somebody that comes to the table now that says they have a lot of information already. And you may think, oh, that person has taken the power from me that I used to have, or that person <laughs> is in a, in a better position. Um, I guess that's one way to look at it, but I really, I mean, I don't think it, 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 it's worth even worrying about where that power dynamic is. Don't we, st don't we still have to do the same thing that we've always done, which is to understand that particular customer's needs and then be honest with them about how to, how to solve those needs, whether it's what we sell or someone or, or what somebody else sells. Yeah. I don't disagree with that, except for the fact that the, the, that if, if that suspect prospect, if we don't, if we don't make the cut. We'll never know that they were, that we were even on that we'll never know. longer list. Now, no, now let's start. Let's start with, let's go back and start with the very base with, with the force. Uh, parts of the journey that you you listed. Okay, let's start with awareness. Let's, okay, yes. now I have I and I am well known for this among my clients and my my world and stuff like that. I'm well known for the fact I hate hate any type of efforts to just generate awareness. I hate it. Oh right, we've talked about this before. Uh, right, exactly. That doesn't sell things. There's a quote. Well, I've I've never cashed a, a check on awareness. That's it. That's it. Never catch. Yeah, I've never catch a check on awareness. Yeah. Awareness, right. but but of course they have course to be aware it. of you. Of course they yes. have to be aware of you. But but the point point being that it's it's easy for them. They, they go and they do research, and you're one of the names that pops up. Boom, they're aware of you. There you go. They're aware of you. Okay. Yep. They are now aware. But you of have you. to. So what? But you have to. You have to get there. Yeah, but so what? You see, in in my opinion, awareness without persuasion is malpractice correct you've got to get to consideration you you want to which, you which want fits to get into the consideration part you're talking about exactly okay. is yep. that they have to they they have to say they have to say okay you make the cut you make the cut right. and i want i i am ready to talk to you about this all right so so you know and, and this is where companies need to understand is that everything that happens before they talk to one of your salespeople I mean, I mean, there are so many people out there who are doing their research and you're not making the cut. Exactly. So let me just give you one really practical way to fire away help in that. Okay. okay. So somebody finds you. I'm I'm doing work for an industrial B2B company right now, and we're creating the content for a new website 
that will be built. And on the, uh, one, one of the things that we did to start with is we did uh, end user segmentation based on the industry essentially that the end user is in because it fit it is a very logical way to segment um, this particular market that I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And we came up with 10 segments and their sub-segments under there. We know the SIC and the NAICS codes and all that kind of stuff that goes along with all these 10. And we started to build out the content. It, on the future website, there will be many opportunities for them to see uh, an industry section or sections where they can self-identify themselves as being in this particular you know, end user segment mm-hmm. and then go to a special page slash area of the site that's tailored just to them. And, and do you think that this goes right into the product and service features and benefits right away? No, it doesn't. Hope not. Hope not. What it does is it tells them and reminds them of all the things that we know are going on in their business right now because they're business people. Right. And so it's about, oh, we know you're facing staff shortages and supply chain shortages and, and pressure to be to make profit in the service area and this and that and the other thing. And, oh, what's that have to do with you know, my client's products? Well, here's the connection. Yeah. Here's how these things can help you. Are we going to sell that person? We don't have a buy now button on there. No, they need more information. But we got other calls to action. And guess what? They're raising their hand. We want them to raise their hand. We get them into the consideration bucket. Right. right. That's just yeah. one example. A pra- very it's, practical. It's, and it's way. a great example make, because make what we want to say to them at is, home. Yeah. What we want to say to them using the what you're talking about is is that when they go to that page that you refer to okay when they go to that page that basically that page is saying okay we think we know what your situation is because you're on this page all right we think this these are the questions that you might be having right now and Correct. so here are some here are some of the answers that we would provide for you. Uh, um, you know, based on on this, uh, and then, mm-hmm. and and then you know might even say, um, you know, the old the old FAQ thing, which everybody loves loves to do FAQs. Well, the way I love to do FAQs with clients is I I make the FAQs a downloadable um, document. Mm-hmm. Um, and say, um, would you like to know what the most frequently asked questions are that people have about this problem, this, yes. uh, you know, this objective or anything like that. All right. Yeah. Here, give us, you know, give us your email and you get it for free, you know, and, and, and you can even, you can even say stuff like, like, Hey, Look, we're not asking for your phone number. We're just asking for your email. <laughs> right. Exactly. You know, so so don't be afraid uh, that right. we're gonna just automatically just your your phone's gonna ring in you know in two minutes after you put you put your phone number in. Um, so uh, again, it's it's adapting the old stages to today's world. 
Yes. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Okay. So now, like I say, ad- awareness without persuasion. So they're aware of you, okay? Mm-hmm. And they come to your site and they go, and they go to that that webpage, right? They are aware of you. You have no idea who these people are. Exactly. But if, and and if they if leave, you... if they leave, bye bye, bye bye. You don't know, yeah. and Google but, Analytics but... can't tell you um, who they are. Very specifically, who they are. Now, no, can I, there can are I you? A, there are some, you know, lead forensics uh, is one of them. There's other services now that can, you know, based on the on the visitor's URL, if they accepted the cookies. The, the, the ISP, but the, the, the ISP. you know they yeah they, they can they can they can tell you what company somebody was from. And that's, all know, that's, all but that's all I can tell you. That's all. That's all. That's yeah. all. And so and, it, it, and so and, and, and what are you going to do with that? You're going to call them up and say, "Oh, hey, it's somebody not went to our website. Website. We no. want to find out who that person is." Nobody wants you tracking them down. No, no, that's creepy. Uh, so really, um, what you want is them. You want opt-in marketing. You want them Persuasion. to raise their hand. Persuasion. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. So, so they, uh, if they opt in, then this is where it goes in your CRM system from a target to a lead. You and then you can use that cut. system. You automatically you make use, the cut. You can use that system, and you can use your website if they have opted in to cookies. Um, yeah. To actually customize content to them when they come back. When they come to back. To help them move sure. into that proposal stage, to move from a lead to an opportunity. Yeah. So 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 what we're talking about is that is is that it's it's not so much that the uh the names of the stages have changed, uh, or that the uh objective of the different stages has changed. It's it's that we are we are now adjusting it to the fact that we have less control than that per, the person out there who's looking does right and 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 so we have to adjust the way we share information online the way we uh, uh seduce them for lack of a, a better word to want to raise their hand and say yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd i'd like that I would like yeah, that, you know. We're wooing them. Yeah, we're, we're wooing, wooing, them. wooing them. That's the, the now. Is... Now, there's also you mentioned FAQs, and those yeah. are for people that customers that we really or per, prospects that we really want. You know, there's a list um, for prospects that we don't want. Have you ever heard of that one? <laughs> those are called FUQs. <laughs> <laughs> Oh crap. Have you ever seen that list? I have never seen that list, but I'm I'm pissed that I didn't yeah. didn't didn't bring it's that. It's like so you think you want to you think yeah, you want to no. buy you, from we us? We want you out, you know, no. You yeah. you, you don't want to buy from us. Yeah, I don't want you. You, don't you can't afford us. us. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. So, uh, you know, and 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 so so then we get to that point where, you know, you know when you say consideration, okay? So they're saying, yeah, I you, you know, I'm ready to talk to you guys. Okay, I'm. Re- you're now on the list. All right, to to uh, uh, that of, yep. of people I would like I would like to talk to. So then now then it's it's sort of like okay, at what point does a salesperson get involved? Right. Um, right. One thing that I've seen is uh, there's a call to action 
um, which you you can use uh, that says start a quote. And yeah. what that's a very interesting one, and and it can be really really effective because uh, every every one of those words is really important. It, it's, it has the word start in it, which is just, okay, well, let me just, it's a process, right? So you're saying, okay, you want to start. You're saying start a quote. A quote is innocuous. A quote doesn't say uh, buy now. It doesn't mm-hmm. say do the, you know, it, you're not signing up for anything. You just a quote. But it's further along than, um, oh, just put me on a list for more info. It's It's something tangible. And it does give permission for a salesperson to usually to reach out and and okay and and i do not disagree with what you just said not a bit okay what i disagree with is when i go to websites and um you know because you know because we're both b2b consultants okay so i go to a lot of b2b websites you know uh every day to yep. study them and see what they do and stuff like that. And to me, one of the biggest mistakes that B2B websites make is, is the percentage of B2B websites who have get a quote you know, as their call to action. Well, uh, to me, it's, it, it, you know, If that's the only call to action you have on your on on your website, I think you're I think you're making a big mistake. Oh, now, exactly. I would never say to have that as your only call to action. It it's it's one of many. Right. And um one thing that I do when I design websites now is I use something called a a, a circular site site map. And what what the meaning of that is that basically, you know, we've got all this scrolling that goes on now. That's right. And it's very easy for somebody to get to the bottom of, of, of one of those scrolling long pages. And it's, it's oh, all of a sudden you see the footer. Where am I next? Do I want to go back to the hamburger menu and start right. over or whatever? Or you just abandon it and you get, you know, real short time on the site. Well, if you have um, links, they really are calls to action or CTAs at the bottom or throughout a page. Right. Um, you know, learn more. Um, uh hear our story and it's a link to the video you know be very specific in your different calls to actions and they're just linking you to a different part on the on the page right they're linking you to a case study or a video or something else to engage you to get you a little further along a little more interested right. and these can be very very effective I'm gonna give a shout out to uh, my friend John Jantz who we oh. he is the only outside yes. person the only outside person that we have interviewed that's true now we've had we've had my smoking hot wife right and and we've had your partner you know uh um Michelle Miller Michelle Jones. I'm sorry Michelle Jones yep mm-hmm. yeah Michelle Michelle Jones who is just yep. rocking it right now you know with okay. creative eight yep. Yeah, exactly. And uh, and Kay is rocking it with her book, you know, on copyable sales and, and stuff like that. But J- okay, John is so the only outside person we've had so far on on our. It doesn't mean we're not going to have him. We, we probably will be having more. But anyway, if you go to the ducttapemarketing.com website, and and we'll and, and I I'm I'm sure 
Mr. Voice under, understands what I'm going to say, but I want I want to explain something to you. There's a thing called above the fold. Now, uh, when, yes, <laughs> when Love you that. go when you go to the duct tape marketing website, so above the fold basically means what you see when you first land on that that website. Any right. website. It used to come from newspapers. Newspapers. It was from newspapers, right? Be fold. Uh, you know, because newspapers newspapers would be folded in half and stuff like that. And so it's above the fold. So and um so and so you land on that above the fold. Now the average typical B2B company, somewhere on that above the fold, and it's usually right up in the top right corner in in a yellow button or something like that, it will say. Request a quote. Okay, it's like I just got here. I just got here, and you request, <laughs> you, 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 and you want me to, you want me to request a quote? Okay. Now, John, on his website, God, you know, I, mean, I just hate this guy, and uh, um, I can't wait to send this to him. Uh, I, he he has on his website above the fold, he has six different call to actions opportunities for the people who come he does have um he doesn't say request a quote he has a button but he has two buttons in different colors on on that above the fold page are you looking it up uh yeah you're looking it, it up says, right now i can tell it you're says it let's up. let's talk let's talk all right he's got it in two different places right let's talk all right and then in in the lower left corner he has kind of a a uh, not a rotate not it's not called a rotator what's it called anyway I can't remember but it it rotates between two Car carousel carousel thank you carousel uh, he it, it, and in, in those carousels one says what what is it what are you seeing oh I am not oh you seeing left okay. exactly right. what you're well, anyway, what you're talking what, about. Yeah. one is one is a an offer for some type of like white paper or content or something like that. Yeah, and, that one popped up on my screen. Okay. Yeah. And well, I'm getting there. All right. Oh, because you yeah, left. Definitely. You started to leave, right? And it popped up. Well, it, it popped up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he he has he has that you can get you can get uh you know this this thing from him. And then he has another thing saying, Oh, and we also have a podcast that you can go to, click here. Okay. So that's four, four things right there. All right. Bottom right corner, he has a let's chat but it's not a chat it's a submit your question to them and they will respond all right that's number gotcha. five and the sixth one is if you if you move your cursor up like you, you see you've seen this before and, it, and to where you're going to look it looks like you're going to leave the page there's a pop-up that comes up and it offers you seven tips on something 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 it's brilliant so here is John Jantz, the author of Duct Tape Marketing. And, and when you go to their website, above the fold, there are six different opportunities for people to raise their hand. Yeah. And what's surprising is marketers are usually not the best marketers of themselves. I know. <laughs> It's exactly right. It's exactly right. But I, I just yeah, but I, I just I just give John So that's impressive. Full props.
that's impressive. That. That's impressive. So, so impressive. you see, but you want it, you want, in order for you, if we look at it from, from the awareness, consideration, proposal, purchase perspective, okay, it, you are not going to have an opportunity to give a proposal if you are not in, if you are, if you have not made the cut. Yes. Got to make the cut. And I think that, I think that's the biggest message of all right here. All right. We're not, we're not teaching you how to make a sale. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you guys don't know how to sell, you need, you need to go, you know, connect with my wife, uh, you know, or somebody who's, who's going to teach you how to, how to close the deal. All right. What we're talking about is we want you to get people to raise their hands and say they want to talk to you. Exactly. And then, and then you, then you, you take it from there. Um, in some cases, like the old days, there is technology involved. Uh, these people that you have um, as leads or whatever you may want to, might want to call them, um, you know, often do come back um, and re- continue their research and do different things. And that's great. Um, we should know about that. And we should give people options. If they want to skip a step and go to a quote, they have that option. But if they want to sure. take their time and, you know, talk to somebody or they want to, you know, watch a video or they want to download something, you know, that, that can be very effective too. Uh, especially if it's, um, you know, that's another way if you have a longer form piece of content or something that is interesting and free, but you can gate it behind, um, not a paywall, you don't have to pay for it. No, it's but, just, a, it's, you know, it's just a gate, trade your gated. email. Can you, gated, they've got to give you their email. That's all. Trade trade email. And, yeah. you know, there's a whole bunch of statistics. Obviously, uh, the probability probability that somebody's going to put their email in, like if you were have a download button without the gate, um, you know, a certain percentage of people are going to do that. And then uh, X minus a whole bunch are, <laughs> are going to put in the email. Yeah. That's so right. you yeah. know you're, what you're doing is you're trading how good that lead is. That's right. Because it may be ju- it may be a competitor or just a you know somebody who doesn't care just downloading your stuff. But when you put your email in and download the stuff, eh, you know what you're really saying this is suited for me, and I actually don't mind you because I might be interested. Right. And so right. that's a much better lead, much and, better lead. And they are giving you permission to stay in contact. Exactly. Quality that's over really, quantity. That's really all we uh, it's really all we're looking for. Right. It's all is, we're looking for. Is stay in especially in the B2B world. You mm-hmm. know, where, where for many, for many, if not most of us, you know, the dollars are big. You know, the dollars are very, very big. So uh, um, we we just want we we just want to know that we're still in the game. Yeah. Okay. Now the one thing to the one thing to overlay over all this that 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 um, some of the you know lots of agencies and and even big big companies are you know tout personas and they want you to you know define your different buyer personas and then map that buyer journey specifically for each persona. Oh, mm-hmm. if it's a if it's a, you know, 
director of warehouse, he's going to go, he or she is going to go through these steps. And if it's a, a so-and-so, it's they're going to go. Uh, um, I'm not going to say how valuable or not valuable that is. Sometimes these things can be taken a little bit too far, to be honest. Yeah, I think I think it's some I think I think a lot of the times you are you are taking yourself way too seriously. When uh when you when you fall into that trap of doing that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so and by the way, that does remind me, which I'm going to leave as a teaser, and actually I'm gonna okay. say this is what we're gonna talk about next time. Okay. I have been I, I have found a tool, boy, and and Dave is going to have to he's going to have to agree to do to agree agree to this mm-hmm. because I'm not going to I'm not going to just throw a tool out there at you guys, um, uh, you know that you would have to pay for. Okay, I'm not going to do it. However, this one tool that has come to my attention, and I had a conversation with the company today, um, is pretty cool. Is pretty cool. Well, that is a teaser. What are we talking about next week? That this this tool. If if you give me permission, if you don't, but, we'll be talking but, but, about we'll be talking about uh, my my other thing, which okay. is um, how to be the club that everybody wants to be a member of. Here's a question about that. Yes, sir. Can, can do you have to buy? To join the club, not always. We'll we can talk about that because so my my um my question I was I was just curious because I was thinking about the buyer journey and is there some something that uh, someone could still join without actually pulling the trigger completely feel that kind of camaraderie or group uh, I, I, and we can talk about both sides and then because they, i yeah, I, let's, I, yeah. Had, I have a lot of experience on the side of where they pay to be in the club yeah they're buyers from b2b b2b okay. i love it so it, so if it. we're not talking about if and, and if we do talk about this tool then we'll move the the, the club conversation to the following Okay, that sounds good. Well, you're going to tell me about this, and then I'm going to um, get all right, bro. light or not. Take us all out right. of here, Mr. Voice. You all have been listening to the B2B Marketing and Sales Podcast with none other than Steve Miller, not the rock star. Just Mr. Voice. Yes, oh, wait, exactly. Like and the Dave Loomis. No, was that Froggy from... Was... Oh, no, but I can do... I can, I can do... Uh... Fozzie Bear. Hey, waka waka. He can. Um, look up Sesame Street, Street videos, uh, folks. If you, rem- if and, you remember. And uh, Steve, will, uh, Steve will be there. All right. We'll see y'all. And uh, thanks for joining. And we'll uh, talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of the one and only B2B Marketing and Sales Podcast, the source for B2B Marketing and Sales Insight. If you enjoyed the podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave these old guys a five-star rating. Check the show notes for any links and contact information. You can always contact us by going to B2Bmarketingsalespodcast.com. Thank you, and keep on marketing. Keep on selling.